<laughs> well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 287 of We Podcast and We Know Things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. We got a little two for one special this week for you. Yeah, we are going to uh, bring you a bonus episode on Monday. Very recently announced, came together quick, um, happened fast, already done, in the books, being edited right now. We'll talk about that in a minute, but you might have heard at the top, Sam, just cracking up laughing. I said, you know what? I don't want to be perfect. Let's just go. I love it how we do it organically. And uh, I, I know when I when fun. I when I basically cuss you out, we start cracking up laughing and we run the show inside baseball. <laughs> Sam called me a stupid son of a bitch, and then I hit the record button as he said it. <laughs> so I said, "We're going." Oh my! Like, if you would have got it, that would have been crazy. <laughs> he said, "You stupid son of a bitch!" And I just just fucking died. I think I said something different, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> he did. He called me a piece of shit. <laughs> He called me a stupid piece of shit. Oh my god! Oh. That's a, a ladies and gentlemen for context. It's because I wouldn't tell him who I played as in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like literally, that's I just put it, it. Just yeah, I blacked out when he said it. <laughs> he oh. doesn't know who I played as. Still, by the way, we uh, we're saving. Oh, I'm saving that part for the pod uh, for a little bit later in the episode. When we give our TMNT Shredder's Revenge impressions. That's just part of the show tonight. We're going to start it off, as we always do, with our pick of the week, uh, our trivia. It's 12 to 12 in our race to 11, win by two. So we got to win by two now. Uh, we are going to recap our interview that we did last night, Wednesday night, June 15th. It'll be available this coming Monday, June 20th. Uh, we'll start in gaming. Sam will host there where we have the recap of the Xbox Bethesda Games Showcase. Capcom had a showcase. Final Fantasy VII had a showcase. So we'll talk about all of that before we give our impressions, like we said, of Shredder's Revenge. There are more Nintendo Direct rumors. Um, we have Maze NPD, uh, where I'll then go back for TV. We got news on the boys, Squid Game, Castlevania, Wonder Man, and in movies, One Punch Man, Lady Gaga, Dragon Ball Super. Sam will bring us home with a weekly water. We got a ton to talk about. But before we even get into the picks of the week, let's talk about our interview. We had on a great guy all the way from Hanoi, Vietnam, Pete Peppers from YouTube. We have referenced him a lot on this podcast, specifically when talking about Breaking Bad, For All Mankind, Dexter New Blood. If you go back and listen to our episodes about that, I, I have talked about him a lot and referenced his videos. 6,000 YouTube videos, 162,000 subscribers. He came on to talk all the way, like I said, from Vietnam about uh you know what's it like to create a youtube channel and grow it organically and be a tv analyst and uh we talked a ton of better call Saul, game of thrones dexter dexter new blood for all mankind tons of stuff and we had a blast doing it and you know we were recording at like 9 15 9 30 at night when we started he was starting at 8 a.m where he was at and it just such a nice guy you know gave us you know all the time in the world did interrupt thing it was like an hour and a half you know, like, yeah, he ended up giving us two hours and ten minutes total. Oh, we always got the, we always say the before and after. You know, you always yeah. get them good combos. But we had, we had some good, we had some spicy stuff before and after. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but you know, what, what's funny is you know we, we had we got you know Pete, we got Ryan. Like all that's left is Charlie. We got the big three. 
Yeah, right. But that's <laughs> we it. Just get... one more. We got them all. Yeah, we got to do new rock stars and 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 heavy spoilers who that they, they talk shit. Oh yeah, on. heavy spoilers. Yeah, they're big yeah. though. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got a ways to go, but we're making inroads with the TV content creators on YouTube. So uh, it's cool. And it's cool because we had Ryan Airy on. He does the Marvel, the DC, you know, the boys, Stranger Things, stuff like that, where Pete takes a different route and he does the Better Call Saul's, the For All Mankind, exactly. the Expanse. So, like, it kind of runs the gamut there. And actually, Pete dropped a new video today talking about Kim Wexler's potential for the part two of, of the final season. And I retweeted it and then he followed both of us on Twitter. So thanks, Pete. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty cool. <laughs> that was a nice little thing. So thank you, Pete. I'm waiting for that IG follow back, but I got you. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, it'll be available this coming Monday, June 20th. It's an hour and a half. And I'm talking like some fun topics. Like I said, all those shows I listed, are a part of it, but here's just like some of what we talked about. Talked about um, taking a YouTube channel in different directions, having other hobbies outside of YouTube, the challenges fa- facing or the advantages of living in Vietnam, making videos potentially and mostly for people in the States. Uh, Vietnam's pop culture scene, Squid Game, um, uh, finishing an episode, how many times before he publishes an ep- uh, you know, a new video, House of the Dragon. Um, the best and worst seasons of Game of Thrones, some other shows that he enjoys that aren't covered on the channel, and then like a huge BCS conversation about Lalo, Nacho, Kim, and all that crazy cast of characters. I hit him with some fun rapid fire. Um, you know, he said he's not a Star Wars guy. I applauded him. That was fun because <laughs> I am not either. Obi Wan is is losing it real hard for uh, me. It, again, it, it has its great moments and then other moments where it just shits the bed. We talked about Vietnamese dishes. We talked about eating breakfast. It was a wild conversation. Yeah, it, it was but cool. If, it was unique. Yeah, if you're interested in any of that and any of those shows listed, please give it a listen. Pete's a really cool guy, really funny. He grew up uh, near Pittsburgh, and he has been to Philly a ton. We talked a lot about like Love Park and hanging out and skating there. and So it, it's, it was a great conversation. Well, Looking you, forward to hearing it again myself. You know what's funny? Was like, was like, I listen to you guys. Like, I heard your accents. You know, I never like, he, you know, think of us like, that we have actually like Philadelphia accents. I was like, huh. I put gas just, in my car and get coffee. I do. Well, I I, I, you know, I don't think we talk like that. But I I mean, do. It, it was just funny to hear someone say they are accents. It was just. Yeah. I, uh, I unfortunately do say gas and coffee just like that. Pretty heavy. But. That's embarrassing. It, it is, and I can't run from it. I've tried, and I just can't. But yeah, he hey, said part of the reason I was attracted to your pod and wanted to come on was because of your accents, and it kind of hit home for him, so that's pretty cool. No, no, that was awesome. That was yeah, cool. but let's start, though, with the pod where we customarily do with our picks of the week. After long await, <clears throat> it was finally here, the final season of Peaky Blinders. Oh, he finished it. Good for him. It was, you know, I, I think it was maybe two years, a little over two years since we had this. Um, you know, they always release their episodes. I think it was an all in six. I know their total. But yes, it was six episodes each season. So a total of 36 episodes. Um, Feels like it was a lot more. It, it, from- it, like, I'm, I'm shocked that there's only like I, I forgot that they only did six, like, which is great. I, I don't mind like the shortened seasons, but um, like the, the, the season, I'll just say it was a good season, but there were there was something missing. And it was, you know, we had the passing of Helen McCroy. She played Polly Gray, who was a huge character in the show. Um, I, I, you know, they definitely like she's there. Like they definitely like, you know, I guess write her off as, as you say. But 
you you could feel something was you know something's missing like obviously her story was not supposed to end um <clears throat> so like there was something missing there but i would say they still delivered you know e- i think each episode was an hour the finale was i think an hour 20 mm-hmm. and i still think they're doing um i believe a film i i know the creator said he mm-hmm. wanted a film yes, but he, i even he, know that yeah he just wanted a little bit of a break so killing murphy said he's going all right you know take a break maybe a year two three years off let him write he acts and whatever else and they hit it back but um Killian Murphy he deserves all the awards as Thomas Shelby even um Paul Anderson he plays his brother Arthur Shelby he's they're, they're both freaking fantastic to watch them like again this is you know the show is definitely not for everyone I watch it with subtitles again their accents are thick so you, sometimes you can't especially the scenes when, when Tom Hardy was in it you know, you definitely need subtitles. You can't understand a damn thing he says. <laughs> um, but I just, you know, it takes place in 1933. This is basically when with prohibition and Nazis are kind of coming to power. And, you know, and if, if you follow last season, you you know, what happens with, you know, uh, Thomas Shelby and kind of, you know, what happens with his family and all, all the drama that they have going on over there. And, I, I thought everything was good. Like it, it was solid. The best episode was obviously the finale. I, 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 I they, they did have a twist. I, I called it for in my head the most part. You know, me and Kelly were watching. Um, but it did have a nice little twist. Um, again, like they left it open, like it, that you don't have like that ending, like that's it. But like you're, you're still like okay. If we don't get the movie, you're still like I guess you'd feel satisfied. But like I said, with not having Polly and you know the actress Helen McCoy rest in peace. That that definitely hurt. Like he, I truly felt like something was missing from the show, and it, it was felt. But everyone else did, you know, what they can. And I, I still think it was a great show. Solid run, thirty six episodes. It's on Netflix. Make sure you check it out. Peaky Blinders. My pick of the week is just it just started its third season, and I'm specifically speaking about the third season. I won't talk about the other two. I've talked about it enough. For all mankind is back, and it is. You finished very, it? very good. No, it's only season episode one is the only one out. The time you're hearing this, episode two will be out for season three. Uh, and so I'm talking about that premiere. So season three so far is just so good. I had to talk about it. I, I was gonna do impressions of it later in the show, but it doesn't make sense because it was my favorite thing I watched. So it might as well just be my pick of the week, and I can just real quick talk about the you know the third season and i don't want to again give spoilers away for the first two so i have to keep it extremely vague yeah. and it reminds me of i was talking to pete about this last night too i said it reminds me of this show on netflix called away um and i was raving about that on this podcast i think it was one of my picks of the week it's a 10 episode only lasted one season we actually i think <laughs> i think I said i can't wait for season 2 and then like on the pod it broke that it got canceled and you told me that and I was like, yeah, oh, geez, yeah I remember. Yeah. And I said, oh, Jesus. Uh, but <laughs> but it kind of reminds me of that from like a, if you love big set pieces, if you love space, like I have a like an affinity for space and space travel. And that goes for video games, television, movies. I just love things that take place in space because it's one place I know for a fact that I will never be and will never go. I just won't. And I have to accept that. So I know that. So to be able to be told stories out there is really cool. I'm not talking about space sci-fi and things like that. I mean, actual space travel, realistic t- 
to the moon and stuff. And it tells an alternative history. If Russia won the space race and were the first ones to the moon, instead of the Americans, what would have played out? And over the course of these 30 years so far that the show has taken place in, you have like different presidents win the race and like how you see like, the trickle down effect of all these things that happened, the Beatles, John Lennon never got assassinated. So like they did a United States tour and like, it's this cool kind of like, what if that we know is never going to be the case, but it just goes back and tells that fun story. And it's got an amazing group of original characters. Joel Kinnaman is the main character of the show. Ed Baldwin. He's great. The woman who plays uh, Chantal, I think Von something. She plays Becca or played Becca in the boys. She's his wife, so she's fantastic. Um, it just tells a great story. And now that season three is out and they're doing this next big thing, we won't say what that is, but this next big thing so far, it has paid off for me and I very much enjoyed it. I saw a very small clip of season of episode two and it's from the one storyline in the entire show I don't like and it it might be moving towards a conclusion so I can kind of get off that shit and finally get back to what I'm loving. So I'm excited for that, that this subplot that I just don't care for might be coming to a close. Um, Cause it's just goofy as shit. But outside of that wonderful story, great set pieces grounded in realism, but takes place on the moon. I love it. The visuals are just stunning. I love how when they take you up to space, there's no music because it's the quiet void of space. So they play it just really, really well. It's on Apple TV plus for all mankind. Season three just started. Season one is free right now to everyone. You don't have to have the subscription. So you can go watch season one. Now, if you'd like, you can pay for it from there and go for season two and three. Or if you have a PlayStation five, I think a PlayStation four as well. Um, you get three months of Apple TV Plus for free just by downloading the app on your PlayStation. So then you can just binge it from there. I recommend this show to everyone. For all mankind, it really doesn't get much better. It's one of the best shows going on TV. I'm excited for episode two, and I'm excited for you to hear more about it when Pete and I kind of gush about it on our episode on Monday. But that's our picks of the week. Let's move into trivia. 12 for me. 12 for you. I'm going to give you the question first to see if you can take the lead for the first time. I don't know how long. Oh my since, since we first started the show. <laughs> uh, you're, I have a good feeling on this one for you. How many total games were played in Squid Game before Gihan won? Before Gihan won. Mm-hmm. So that includes the final game. Three, four, five. Six. That is correct. Okay. Now, can you name them? No, no, I, I can't name them, but I, I thought of them. I just had flashes of them in my head. So, <laughs> A.K. he Googled it, people. If I could Google it that fast, I'd be even impressed with myself. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Owen Grady, Chris's Pratt character in the Jurassic Park, Served which branch of the military before taking the job at the park? Did, did you see Jurassic World Dominion? I did. Oh, he didn't make it, it as big of a week. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. so I, we didn't mention it. It's <clears throat> okay. It will never be my pick of the week. <laughs> it, 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 it was a little bit. It was a little bit better than the other one. The other one is still oh. the worst 
dinosaur movie ever made. This For it is, to only be a little bit better is pretty damning, though, because that second yeah, one just yeah. sucked nuts. Yeah, like you get there, they they play the they you know play it. There's the nods, the the music, the tones. I, I don't know. They threw like you know all I guess all the sexual tension between him and her, and I was like, I don't know, a lot a lot of shit that didn't need to be there, and leave kind of this is like really leave your brain at the door shit. Is but, it could it potentially end up on the worst list? Is there potential? Oh, oh, like it's it's this this and the other one are easily hands down to me the worst two Jurassic Park movies. Like this I meant on the worst list for our year end of year recap, like our end of year awards. It could it, it could be, be it, it it could be like I mean of course I I still had like I'm I'm still glad I saw it in theaters. I, I do like dinosaurs to see obviously to see T Rex and all that shit. Like that's all cool and all, but yeah. as a movie itself, like it was not good at all. Back to the trivia question. Um, I'm not going to take answers because there's only so many answers it could be. Like yeah, that'd be stupid for me to cut like my seven. leg off. You'll be all right. Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force. Like he's not a part of the. I National mean, there's Guard. there's a couple others. I'm not going to lie that you know. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. They're going to want to do one of the big four. They're, they're just going to. Okay. Um, I think the obvious answer is Army or Navy. I'm just deciding which of the two I want as I'm pissed because Philadelphia, I heard, is getting rid of the Army-Navy game. As we got an Olympic, we did get a World Cup host. We're going to host a World Cup game in 2026. That's cool. Philly is. but Uh, In the Navy. That's where I'm going. Just because the song is so good. In the Navy. Navy, you are correct. Yeah. Let's go with the Navy. Naval Academy graduate Chris Pratt. What's his name again? Owen Brady? Owen Brady. That's a stupid name. I mean, that was going to be the ch- my child's name if it was a boy was Owen. I, I, so I can't really hate on it too much. But Owen Brady's a dumb name combined. Owen's a nice name. I Two first names. You know how it is. I love you. He could be a country singer. Yeah. They all have two but first names. Let me take this bad boy over in gaming. I mean, we, I guess we have to start with it. It was supposed to be the big Xbox Bethesda showcase. Let's talk about it. <laughs> he said it was supposed to be the big one. <laughs> I and love that. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Uh, it wasn't great. You're everyone, right. But it wasn't everyone great. was, you know, the hopes were high. Yeah, well, you know, their kiss might have killed me. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I said 15 minutes of Starfield gameplay. We got 15 minutes, by the way. Nailed that prediction because um, I gave the actual time. So I'm I'm very proud of that one. I said Redfall gameplay, we got it. I said Gears co- uh, Collection, didn't get it. Gears 6 Tees, didn't get it. Forza Motorsport Remake, nailed it. Uh, Fable trailer, no. Perfect Dark trailer, no. Indiana Jones trailer, no. Gotham Knights on Game Pass, day one, no. Get Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop Xbox dates, no. Pie in the Sky, new Banjo game, no. Pie in the Sky, GoldenEye remaster, no. That doesn't mean that it was bad based on of the the predictions that I got right or wrong. It was, it wasn't a bad show either. I went back and watched it, and it was Matt, and and I think it was Matt because of the messaging. If I went into this with clear messaging, like they did afterwards, for some reason they they gave us the reasoning afterwards. If they if I would have went into the show knowing, okay, Xbox has marketed this as. These are the games you can expect on Game Pass in the next 12 months. Then my my expectations would have been lowered. No way Banjo is going to make it. You know, yeah. Goldeneye I still would have predicted and stuff like that. But 
now I know what I'm getting myself into. If you say Game Pass next 12 months, Nintendo does that when they announce a direct. Expect 30 minutes on games mostly focused on you know launching in the second half of 2022. That's going to be the tweet for their next direct. I mean, they they lay it up like that. So I wish that that would have been more well known. I just I just didn't love the showcase. I fell asleep the first time watching it live. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep about two thirds of the way through. I woke up during Starfield and I was like, cool. And then I went back and, and rewatched it a little bit later. And I said, you know, I didn't miss anything. I didn't, I don't feel bad for falling asleep. There were some cool announcements. Don't get me wrong. Some very cool announcements, but some weird ones as well. So it started off with Redfall gameplay. We now know what this game is a very left for dead style game. Borderlands pretty, pretty, um, I'm sorry. I didn't say Borderlands. That's more that's later. Uh, the left for dead style, but with vampires and, it was really bad voice acting and it just, it looked fine. It was fine. We finally got the re-reveal of Hollow Knight Silk Song. That was hype as hell. Um, but the, the no date, no release date. So like that, it, it was weird. The game of the show for me was high on life. I thought this was awesome. Wow. Uh, the upcoming first person game from the Rick and Morty creators. And I don't care about Rick and Morty, but like, your guns talk to you and like the, the, their faces on the, it was just a neat thing to see that I had never seen anything like it. So that was a really cool game. Uh, Riot games announced they're coming to game pass. Plague tale. Requiem got a trailer Forza motorsport remake got looked at. We're getting a halo thing inside of flight simulator. Overwatch two is coming October 4th as a free to play game. So that was a nice little announcement. Aura history untold. The Elder Scrolls Online High Isle, Fallout 76, The Pit, Forza Horizon 5 with Hot Wheels was actually pretty hype. It looked pretty cool. Arc 2 with Vin Diesel. I thought that that would get a bigger look. It just got a trailer. Um, it's coming next year. And I, I think they're also doing a, a, a live action movie also. Nice. And it's coming to Game Pass, by the way. So, uh, you know, I'll never touch that. It's Dinosaurs and Vin Diesel. Normally, I'd kind of be in, but... Um, I mean, I, I love Pitch Black. I mean, I, I'll continue him as Riddick. I'm always down for for more it's, of that. It's weird to me, though. Usually when there's like a real life actor portrayed in a video game, it, sh- it I get like out. I'm kind of out on that. I don't know. The, I'm probably weird, but like I didn't love Fallen Order. And then like Call of Duty did it. And I like, I like Christian Bale and Batman Begins for the PlayStation 2. It, it, is it actually Bale? Yeah, he does do the voice, yeah. Well, oh, he does the voice. Is is it his likeness, though? Yes, it is. Oh, Jesus. Well, it's PlayStation 2. Who the fuck cares? You can't really tell. <laughs> uh, and I take it all back because I'm I'm actually lying because GoldenEye is one of my favorite I did, games. I was literally the whole time like Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> Scorn. Uh, Flintlock Siege of Dawn looked cool. It looked like a God of War ripoff, and that's not the cool part. It's a first person. I'm sorry, third person action RPG. So I'm like, fuck. Ow. Yeah, I, I hate I hate forced RPGs, but it's cool. It's you know whatever. Uh, Minecraft Legends is a new action strategy game, so Minecraft is getting a new game in the franchise, which is sorely needed because it's just the same goddamn game. And so, like, there's that. Lightyear Frontier, Gunfire Reborn, the last case of Benedict Fox, which made a lot of people happy. I didn't I didn't gravitate towards it. As Dusk Falls, Naraka Blade Point, Pentiment, Grounded 1.0. Arabian Shadow Legacy, Diablo 4, Sea of Thieves, Ravenlock, Cocoon. Guys, are you fucking with me still? Like, there was just so many meh, and the middle of the show was so rough. 
Like, who cares? Uh, you know, I, I hate to shit on it, but I do want to stop and take a second for this next one. Wulong Fallen Dynasty, a new game from Team Ninja that is set in the Chinese Three Kingdoms period. It looks really neat. It will come in 2023 uh, and will be day one on Game Pass. I know that this one struck you a little bit. What did you think? Yeah, I, I just, to me, I thought it was the best looking one of any game of the entire showcase. I thought it was better yeah. than Starfield. Starfield kind of bored me. Like, I, I appreciated, like, some of the visuals were great, but it, I, I don't know. That game just seems like it's too much. I, I'm not. I'm not down to dump that much time. I don't care about 1,500 hours. You want to go to 1,000 planets? Yeah, like that's him. Hey, great. Whoever wants to play it, awesome. Have fun. But that one, I don't know. This one, this one, I'm interested. I, I want to see more. Like, I want to definitely see some gameplay. And, you know, okay, it's probably, is an Xbox exclusive? I don't know if it's Xbox exclusive. It might be a, con- uh, a console launch exclusive where it'll be on Xbox exclusively for like six months or so. Like, and Ghost, then make its way over to Ghost coming to Xbox soon? Ghost of Tsushima? No. No, that's strictly Ghost Ghostwire Tokyo. <clears throat> okay. Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are the two PS5 exclusives that are coming to Xbox. And that's only because Xbox bought Bethesda. So they, they kind of have to now. Xbox kind of owns them. So when that exclusivity deal runs up, I'm sure they'll, they'll hit their day on Game Pass. But it looked cool. I love a 30, 40 hour game that's linear like i do i and i kind of prefer that we'll get to starfield when we get there because it's to me that was my favorite game i know i said high on life i was half being facetious uh but that game does intrigue me we got an uh, a pretty cool announcement here persona coming to xbox um which is wild it's just wild 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 usually it's it's playstation franchise um but it's also the portable version. Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, which some say is the best in the series, Persona 5 Royal, which is the upgraded and enhanced version of Persona 5, all coming to Game Pass starting October 21st. So that's a, an amazing announcement. Xbox needed more Asian-inspired, you know, Japanese, Chinese, that type of kind of style going with them. And so to get Persona, to get Wulong, to get my next announcement is actually really good for their branding, really good to kind of bring that into the fold instead of just a bunch of white dudes shooting each other. It's going to be nice to have other things in the Xbox ecosystem uh, to have. And and next, Hideo Kojima, the rumors were true. He is working on an Xbox exclusive title. He's going to be utilizing cloud technology. Um, and he's going to say that it's a, I'm sorry, he said that this is a game I always wanted to make uh, but could not on other consoles. So it's like, it's neat to know that Kojima, who is just Konami, who they did appear on Xbox, you know, like Metal Gear Solid, but then he was a PlayStation guy. It's just what he was, Death Stranding. Um, you know, there's there's others that come to mind as well with Kojima Studios. So it's cool to see Kojima partnering with Xbox for an exclusive. And then the show ended with Starfield. And uh, you had mentioned it. Lots to go through, lots to parse through the gameplay, 15 minutes. Um, explore over a thousand planets, customize your ship fully, customize your character. And then they showed some gunplay and they, you know, that looked a little Bethesda. It looked, you know, I forget who said it first, but no man's Skyrim was a great comp. No man's sky and Skyrim. That's fantastic. It's kind of what you're getting here. The space exploration and customization of No Man's Sky and the Bethesda RPG of of um, of uh, Skyrim. So to be able to get that is cool. Somebody pointed out something really dumb, like 
look, I'm shooting them and they're not moving. They're not even accepting the bullets, but I'm like, but it's an RPG. Their health is going down. Like it's one of those things where it's not call of duty where you shoot them once and they go down, you shoot them until their health bar or their hit points run out and then they will. So like, it's a little bit of give and take. I also don't like art. Like I wish this game wasn't an RPG. I wish this game was just a cool space exploration first or third person game. But then again, we have no man's sky for that. So it, it was a more hit than miss. I'm fully in on it. I have imagined I will put hundreds of hours into it unless it doesn't grab me right away. But it goes back to my love of space with for all mankind of all that. I just love space travel. So I'm, I'm in on it. I can see this game obviously being a freaking huge hit, but yes. this is, this is what late next year. Uh, we don't know. It was supposed to be 11, 11, 2022. They didn't give us the new date, but I would imagine, um, they said first half when it was delayed. So I'd imagine sometime between Jan and June, you know, maybe July, I, but I yeah, think I, yeah, I'm thinking more latter. Uh, I hope it's not. I hope Elden ring taught games that you can sell really, really well in Jan and Feb. Because June, like E3 is coming back next year. So like if you release the biggest game you've ever released right around E3, it might get lost in the sauce with all the other announcements. So I hope they're smart and they make it March at the latest. Shit, I, people will still be playing it <laughs> come June with how big this game could be. Uh, well, Craig, to be playing for five years, you're going to put 500 hours into it? Jesus. Yeah, goddamn. I, I, there's a possibility that I might put 200 hours into it. Who knows? It all depends because if the story doesn't en- engage me, if the planets that you can visit, these thousand planets are all fucking bullshit, you know what I mean? Like I don't expect a thousand planets to be full of life. I expect there to be some duds along the way and some like, you know, ice planets with no inhabitants or anything like that. That has to be there for that realism of a galaxy. But like, it depends on how long it takes to get to these planets. If it takes me a 20 minute space flight that I can't skip (laughs) just to have a fucking planet with a, with a sunflower on it and nothing else. Well, Greggy's going to be pissed. I'm going to turn that shit off. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, overall, though, Mesh Show, I'm sure, you know, I heard a lot of discourse. Some people loved it. Some people thought it was an A+. And then others were like, I kind of expected more. And I'm not giving it my mag grade because it didn't have the things I wanted. It's just the things that were there didn't move the needle for me. Yeah. Well, this should cheer you up. Capcom made a bunch of great Resident Evil announcements at, at their game showcase. Yeah, they announced Dragon Dragon's Dogma 2. They Well, kind of. They announced that today, but they announced that they were announcing it. And they announced uh, some more Street Fighter stuff at their game showcase. But they ended it with the good stuff, which was um, Resident Evil Village DLC confirmed. Extremely excited about that. Uh, I've been waiting to hear more. I predicted we would get it. So I got that one, but we're getting a three part expansion shadows of Rose, which is a third person story DLC. I don't want to give away any more than that based on the people that might not have finished the game. Um, So shadows of Rose story. If you know who Rose is from playing the game, you'll know how hype that is. We're getting mercenaries, additional orders. So more characters are coming to mercenaries. Chris Redfield, Heisenberg, and Lady Dimitrescu is coming. So Lady D um, is coming to mercenaries. And then we're also getting third person mode where you can play the entire game with new animations in third person as opposed to first. So that's just very cool. Um, Three part uh, expansion being called the winter's expansion. 
We know that that is coming October of this year. Um, you're also going to be able to get Resident. If you own Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, or Resident Evil 3, you can now upgrade to the Xbox Series version or the PS5 version for free right now. So that's, that's very cool awesome. as well. Uh, and then they gave us a bigger, better look at Resident Evil 4 Remake, and it included a look at the Ganados. It included a little bit of gameplay. It included like a small look at that amazing, amazing village fight as, almost as soon as the game kicks off. That's what I love about RE4. The hardest part of the game is the first five minutes, and it like yeah. drives you nuts. It's such a good experience. And to be able to look back at that and know that that's coming of March of 2023, well, shit, if Starfield's hitting around that time, Greg, you might not play that for a little while because RE4 is going to take up all of my attention come late March. This is my one of my most anticipated titles ever. I put on Twitter and like within the last month, I have seven games I'm looking forward to. Here they are. Uh, one of them just released today. The other one, you know, Pokemon Gen 9, blah, 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 Bioshock and RE4 Remake. And now it's announced. Now it's real. It looks great. I cannot wait. I'm just finding about um, this next story right now. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two has been announced for winter 2023. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary live stream was at 6 o'clock today. Um, I didn't get to catch it live, but I did check the announcements out. And then I went back and I watched the video and they ended the show. There's some other things. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII is coming in a remake fashion to PS5 this year and stuff. That didn't grab me as much as... Final Fantasy VII Part Two, and they gave the trailer, and it's Sephiroth following Cloud around, and it looks great. It looks just like Remake Part One, but they're renaming it. This one is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, so it's a different title, not Remake Part Two. And they also announced that it will be a trilogy, ending with the third game that they are wow. already that they're already working on. Wow! So we now know. Resident or not Resident Evil Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 will be called Re- Final Fantasy 7 oh. Rebirth. So uh, are you watching it? I'm go- I'm going to I don't want to watch it now cuz I don't want to be fully right after this pod I'm watching the trailer. Why don't you watch it now? Dude, give us your live reactions on the show. That'd be sick. I I'd, I'd be I'd be down. Just, just watch to, it. I just have to turn off the the audio. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's really cool. Well, you won't be able to hear it anyway because it would come through my. Okay, so it's what minute thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. T- take a look, man. We got time. <laughs> Ain't nobody. We we know we. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh, side by side, Sephiroth yeah. and, and Cloud. Cloud. Yeah. Uh. God, it, it was such a fun game. Man, and I'm going to get a part two and part three. Yeah, part three, part three. It's going to end with part three. Oh, my God. I just want to play a Sephiroth. That's it. You think you might be able to? I would love that. That'd be cool. Final Fantasy VII. I I do like the rebirth. It's a nice touch. Yeah, without giving away anything from the first game, it, it makes sense. They didn't tell us the the title of the third game. I'm sure it'll be re something. You know. And and just PS5 too, no PS4. 
Thank goodness. Okay, I like that. That that that, that to me that they pushed it to the max of what this PS5 can do. Well, they're they're also final. Yeah, it's it's built ground up for current gen, which means you're going to get things yeah. for it. You know, I I like that approach. And it's finally time to like leave PS4 in the past. I know it's still tough to get a PS5, damn near impossible. Um, but in t- the end of 2023, it's going to be time, man. It's going to be time to move on. So I am very excited for people like you. I never finished part one. I did play it about like t- almost 20 hours. I'm probably halfway through. I did beat the house. Um, oh, dude, the house was so hard. I did beat the house first try, oh, which was cool. And first then I, try, God bless you. And then I can't remember why I stopped. I Something happened. Ash was pregnant, so something had to happen around that, and I just stopped. And it's one of those games where if you go away for too long, even like a week, and you forget what you're doing, and you forget where you're going, and you forget the story, tough to it's, get back really, into. it's really tough. And I did try, and I was running around this like neon lit up town, like a bunch of alleys, like almost like a bazaar. And I was like lost, and I was like, what am I even supposed to do? So I, I did give up, unfortunately, and I probably won't ever go back, but... I'm really excited for people like you. It's, I mean, it's definitely worth it, especially knowing that you're going to get a part two and part three. I, I feel like it's, it's justified enough to even go back, you know, mess around with it a little bit. I think it's, it'll, you know, you're probably halfway done by now. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think so. It took you about forty, forty ones, and I'm at twenty. So yeah, I, I'd imagine. All right. Hey, you, to me, you beat the house. Like you already beat the hardest part of the whole game. So everything else <laughs> is gravy. Nice. I do remember that house fight. It was wild. Yeah, fuck that house. Next up, game came out today. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge came out today. We both played it. What'd you think? Well, Sam, there's good, there's great, and then there's this game. Uh, I'll stop there. I want to hear your take. I want to let everybody know out there that it is pristine. It is fan fucking tastic. But before we gush even further, uh, our top three is going to be in this realm as well. We're going to give our top three favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles characters in like the whole, he- like the whole entire universe. It doesn't have to be from the game or anything. Just TMNT characters from across the history of space and time and turtles. But I, I want to hear what you think about this game. This is like one of the first games I've played this year in 2022, right? I think this mm-hmm. is like the first one. I can't remember the last time you played a beat 'em up. You never played Streets oh of Rage four yet, so I, I yeah, I've yet to play that. This one, you know, I was I was lucky enough to you know buy it early. We got the little ten percent discount code, which was, was like twenty three eighty five or something like that. So it wasn't too bad. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I dove in. Of course, it, it it's gorgeous. It looks fantastic. It's so it looks so good. That's it. Like I I actually just paused it or like kept it with the main screen, just let let them keep playing the song. And I was like, that's it. Like, I'm good here for a little bit. I kind of just <laughs> used that as background noise for a little while. Ain't going to lie until my PS5 went into a shut off mode for the safe hour. But, you know, eventually got, got to play it. I am on mission 13. So I definitely put in a nice little dent. Um, I, I've, been, I've been my boy Donatello. Me and my boy Donatello, we, we, we've definitely been messing up. I was I was uh, uh, Master Splinter a little bit, but... I, I feel like first I'm just going to beat it with Donatello. I'm just going to go just one by one. I guess maybe what you probably have to beat the game. Then they probably unlock Casey Jones or something like that. That's what I assume. Cause that's the only character I can't play with right now, but I, I'm not going to lie. I, I've been having a blast kicking ass, eating pizza, 
it took me it took me maybe a second to kind of get used to the controls. I would say mission three, when you're versing that truck, it just took me it took me a minute to just get the controls of speeding up back and forth and just kind of get you know getting that down. But once I got down, I when I, I text you, I beat him. Like I think he touched me once. I just you know once you know the rhythm, you know how to play, you're good to go. And after that, I just kind of hit the ground running. And I'm on mission thirteen, man. I'm having a blast. Well, as far as beat 'em ups go, this is a very deep one. It's got a lot of different like attacks. It's not just a button masher. You don't just yeah, you know, button mash one button. You can, you know, you utilize all the buttons from even some com- like button combos as well to do like up strikes and down strikes and yeah. backflips and slides and all that stuff. like at the screen. I love that. That's a huge throwback. You probably got a trophy for doing it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I got. Actually, tr- I've been getting a lot of trophies. I've been doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you get the achievement for doing it like sixteen times. I think I did it sixteen times in a row. You just walk up, hold down, hit the throw button, see you later. Yeah, that's it. Nice and easy, but it, it, it's cool though. It's a it's a nod to Turtles in Time, and I think I think Hyper Hyper Stone Heist did it too. But I know it was in Turtles in Time, and and that's what this game really is. It's like a love letter to Turtles in Time, and to a lesser extent, Hyperstone Heist, which was the Genesis version, and so like. You know, I too am playing as Donatello. I can finally confirm to you. Donatello, Leonardo is my favorite turtle, but Donatello is kind of the one I've always played with because of his range and it doesn't change here. But just like Streets of Rage 4, I went and I beat it like, what, 13 times or something? I went and beat it with every character. I'm going to do that here as well. Yeah, you start with your favorite to play as, then you just work down the line. That's it. Yeah, I would imagine Casey Jones is the unlockable you get for beating it. So I don't know that. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm just going to hope that it is. I I didn't look it up either. I have no idea. And so, you know, when I unlock Casey Jones, I'll play through it as Casey. Then I'll play through it as Leo, then April and Splinter. And then I'll work with Raph and Mikey. You know, I love Mikey, but it just has a fighter with the, the sigh. He just it's or I'm sorry, the nunchucks, you know, a little short range for me. He's probably fast. I'm sure they even have like little stats too. you know, three star speed and range and power. So I like that, that there's, it's not just a skin. It's there's like little different stat changes there. So it's, it's very deep. It's combat is great. The enemies are difficult. It's a difficult uh, beat them up. Uh, Did you do uh, no easy, medium or hard? It was like, it's like, yeah, it's cool. not easy. Medium, yeah. Yeah. It's cool, insane, and whatever it is. It's whatever the normal one is. I did normal. Yeah, whatever um, the middle one is, I picked yeah. the middle. Yeah, and it's it's difficult. And so if I didn't know and wasn't good at Turtles in Time, I I would I would say it's a little harder. But because you know I'm used to the Turtles formula and just the beat 'em up formula, the tribute formula, the Dadimu, it, it it just works. Everything about it just works. The combat is great. The enemies look fantastic. All the villains are so much fun. It's the original voice actors from the 1989 cartoon voicing the turtles. It's just everything you'd want in a beat em up. Now, I'm only on uh, mission 10. I've completed the first nine, so I'm not quite up to where you are just yet. But you're probably pretty close to the end. And, you know, I think I heard something along the lines of like 20 bosses total. So if you've already had 13 and there's a couple double battles in there, I'd imagine you're not too, too far away. So this is probably a two to four hour game, I'd say maybe. Yeah, I like I, I, I went in like not knowing how long it was. Again, only 24 bucks. You know, I'm not expecting, you know, a 40 hour game here. But to me, like I, I heard he got my money's worth and I didn't even beat it yet. Just I, I'm kind of I'm in nostalgia where I'm right now. Just just playing, listening to the music. Like you said, the original voice actors are back. I haven't played a, a a freaking scroller in so damn long. 
I'm 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 just kind of soaking this one in, and I, I my goal is is to beat it tomorrow. That's kind of the goal. Yeah, I'd like to to beat it after we record. As a matter of fact, I uh, while I'm editing, I'm gonna try to beat it because I don't really have time tomorrow with with work, and I yeah, definitely don't I, have time this weekend with Father's Day. So um, yeah, that, that is a uh, Sunday, huh? Yeah, yeah. We we don't have much to do Saturday, but your days get pretty filled quick with with two kids. Yeah, so. I, I can imagine. Yeah. So with that being said, I mean, God, how many Rocksteady and Bebop look great? Toko, they all look great. Baxter. Animation was freaking fantastic. Let's be honest. All of it. It's funny, too, because when you walk up, it looks a little wonky when the turtle walks from behind. But you just say to yourself, he looks great. Everything he does. For for $24, I already pre-ordered the physical copy for PS4, Amazon, whatever the hell that comes out. You know me, I'm I'm not gonna open that bad boy. That boy that's gonna stay sealed for me because this again, TMT, we we watched it growing up. We, we love we love the turtles. The game's fantastic. We're both gonna beat it in goddamn within the first forty eight hours of release. It's it's a good day. Yeah, and you know, when you buy a beat em up, you expect three to four hours. That's just what they are. Yeah. And uh a good beat em up doesn't need to be the longest game, it just needs to be fun. And that's what this game is. Like, hey, listen, that's the review. If you want a game that's just fun, fun there it is. Also, at the same time, it is challenging. It's not just a breeze. Unless you hit easy mode, maybe it is. But if you hit medium, you will you will struggle. I would imagine that I'll play at least once through easy mode just to see and compare because I'm going to play it with everybody. And then I'll try hard as well. Again, just for comparison's sake. So maybe we'll revisit this. I'm not sure. But I proactively reached out to Mike Cassini, who's joined us on the pod before. But I joined him or I uh, reached out to him because I know that he's been looking forward to this game just as much as we have. So I just said, uh, Mike, 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 it's so Mike, good. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> nice. It's so good. Can't wait for you to play it. So, so good. What a punch right in the nostalgia. Uh, and then we went back and forth. I said, it's so dope. I'm playing it on Game Pass, which, by the way, it's available on Game Pass. And then he and I both said we're both going to double dip and buy it for Switch just so we can play it on the OLED because you can imagine how nice it's going to look. We all we all double dip. That's so funny. Yeah, now, I mean it's we can't worth it. we can't cross play, can we? I didn't look that up, but I would have felt I felt like that would have been a feature they would have marketed pretty heavily if you could, dude. But if we I don't could know, it's do worth that, trying because that would be awesome. You hit as I'm playing on Xbox, yeah. you hit Y. There's the party up button. Yeah. I'm the same. It's the same for you with Triangle. Yeah. I mean, if we're both playing at the same time, it's worth putting it in to see if maybe there's like a room code yeah. or something. Maybe, maybe we try because if we, if we could do that, would be fun as hell. Yeah, and then Jim and, and Chubbs get it on Switch, and then we just play the four of us, and then well, even like you could get Mike, it on PlayStation. Mike Cassini could uh, jump in with us too, because it is six players. You can play six. No, so. no, but what I'm saying, like, let's say if it doesn't work for your Switch, you technically can get it for PlayStation. Then we literally can play with each other. Yeah, you're right. I could, but I'm, I'm not. Ah, I'm don't not. act like you haven't bought games nine different times on nine different systems. I, I have never, ever done that. You can't prove it, Rocket League. You cannot prove it where I've bought Habroxia 2. Nope. Habroxia 1. No. Nope. So, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we play that. That could be an idea. So we'll, we'll talk about it in the future. You give me half of it. I'll pay for half. You pay for half. Does it? You can be in the middle. I make you chicken parm. You get me games. I'll, <laughs> I, will, I will air fry you wings. You buy That's me fine. the game. And That's I'll fine. buy the wings. So, like, you know. Anyway, uh, if... People just 
stop listening to this and go play it. It's just so good. It's deserved of your time. Right now, it's on my top three. It's Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. It's out there. Yeah, it's Game Pass. So like, just go check it out. Um, like I said, it's it's in my top three for the year as we speak right now. Lots still coming, but right now it's it's on the list. Are are we jumping into top three? Yeah, yeah. Let's go from there. So we'll do our top three favorite turtles, characters, villains, heroes, turtles, anything of all time. Mine's mine's basic. Um, I either I maybe when I was younger I was like again you sent me you know before the show like, a picture of like an old toy of an old obscure villain. Who, you know, me, I haven't watched the show in a while, so I'm actually real rusty. Like, I ain't gonna lie, when I beat the Rat King, I, w- I was pretty freaking happy. I haven't seen the Rat King in a minute. So if I was gonna have, like, a, a low villain, it would be the Rat King, because that, that was my boy. But number three, I I gotta go with Shredder, man. It's tough to keep him at number three, but he was the leader of the Foot Clan. I mean, dude, he, he was menacing as shit, you know, being a young kid watching the Turtles movies. Like, that was always the dude. You know, like, everyone had Vader, I had Shredder. That that's kind of how I looked at it. So like, he was always my boy. I would I would love if I could play him in, in Shredder's Revenge somehow. If he's playable, something that would be freaking awesome. But what a cool he, what a cool DLC that would be, huh? Yeah. So it's Shredder's know, Revenge. We can't yeah, play as Shredder. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, come on. He, do, do a little DLC. I'll pay. I'll pay extra. But again, he's he's freaking. He was just always the man to me, and it, it was tough to even just keep him at number three. You know, I didn't say this during our impressions, but I'm impressed because Sam. I don't know the last time Sam purchased a digital title. You're a physical man. Ghost, so Ghost of Tsushima. Di- you bought that uh, physical, though. You have the game. Yeah, but I didn't I... Uh, or I just put the PS4 in the PS5 and it upscaled. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. But I, I cannot remember the last time... I did the same thing as you did, but mine was just a digital copy. I, I, okay, digital would probably be maybe I bought Twisted Metal 2 for my PlayStation Vita. For like nine bucks. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, you're just you're just not a digital man. So for well, you to I mean, buy but, this is is pretty cool. But I mean, now like with this game, I have no choice. There, there is no date of the physical copy, and I'm not going to open up the physical copy. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to have it now. I have the game forever. It's got you know, knock on wood. My PS5 keeps running. I I have it. My number oh, my three. PS4, excuse me. Oh, wait, are you you're playing it on PS4? I'm playing on PS5, but it comes okay, out on PS4. You know what I mean. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I just didn't know if you turned on your four just to get I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Um my number three is obscure. It's the only obscure one I went with. I could have gone two different lists, like all obscure and yeah. all chalky. Um yeah, but Rat King would be my obscure number three. Mondo Gecko is and like I'm going into the weeds here. Mondo Gecko is so skateboarding lizard. I'm not talking like you, I think back to the original toy line from 1989, and I had a ton, a ton, ton, ton of them. Um, I used to wrestle with them. I've kind of mentioned that in the story before. They were like my wrestling federation. And like when I think back on my time with them, those are the ones that I had a lot of. General Trag and Genghis Frog, Ground Chuck, um, Half Court, King Lionheart, um, Mur Dude. Uh, Muckman, Eyeball, Pizza Face, Pandacon, Toka and Razor, Napoleon Bonafrog, Ray Filet, Rat King. Like I had all these guys. Scumbag, Slash. It was so hard to keep Slash off my list, but I went with Mondo Gecko. He is a skateboarding gecko. Um, 
He's got my, he's wearing my all time favorite color scheme. My favorite color scheme ever is purple and yellow. I think they, those colors look so fucking awesome together. Purple is my favorite color. So like purple and yellow together just always was sick. And so like, I was always attracted to that, always attracted to the skateboard. He and Ray Filet were the tag team for me where Ray Filet would swim to the ring and he would skateboard. So like, I'm sure they beat the street sharks or the power Rangers one time in my basement growing up for the tag team titles, baby. But, uh, Mondo Gecko is a credible turtles, uh, character and very much deserving of my number three spot. Uh, that's very cool. Very cool. Number two. I mean, one or two Casey Jones. That's again, that was, that was the dude that was, you know, he was in a goddamn Jason mask. As a kid, Jason, again, I wasn't a hard guy growing up. For some reason, I I like Casey Jones. He just kind of, I don't know, maybe helped me like at least Jason a little bit. And one thing that always cracked me the hell up was, I, I, I think it was the second or third animation show where um, Casey Jones is applying for a job at, uh, I think it was Octavius Incorporated. And he's in a business suit, but he still has his freaking Jason mask or his mask on. And he has his hockey stick in the back, which always cracked me up. Uh, I don't know. Casey Jones was always my boy, and I cannot wait to play him in Treader's Revenge. Breaking news on the pod. Uh-oh. Again, my notifications coming in strong. They have not announced this month's Nintendo or Nintendo 64 game coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Well, they just did. Uh-oh. Pokemon Snap. Oh, the original Pokemon Snap upscaled to look. Uh, it looks amazing in this trailer. Holy shit. Um, coming on June 24th to Nintendo Switch Online. So you can enjoy the original Pokemon Snap in less than 10 days. Oh, God. Damn. It's a must play. If you're a Gen 1 person, there's only 63 or 64 Pokemon in the whole game, and they're all Gen 1. This came out in like 98. This game is right up your alley. It is. We've been obsessed with Pokemon Snap for 20 fucking years. That's how it's just be <laughs> real. So, so 24 years. So, anyway, um, my number two, I went again with strong with villains, Toka and Razor. Uh, I fell in oh. love with them from Secret of the Ooze. It's my favorite of the tur- Turtles movies, and I mean that of all time, including the Bay ones, including TMNT, and the original trilogy. It goes two Secret of the Ooze, then one, then the Michael Bays, and then three, and then somewhere in there is TMNT. Uh, I loved Toka and Razor. As a matter of fact, when you said Shredder, I actually prefer Super Shredder, and I know I'm in the minority on that, but I love Super Shredder from that movie. Um, you get vanilla ice rapping and they're walking through and no one cares that a giant tortoise or a snapping turtle and a giant wolf with a chest plate is just walking through a warehouse. No one gives a shit. They don't pay no mind because ice ice baby's playing and God damn it. We got to listen to ice ice baby. I love Toka and Razor and I haven't gotten to them in shredders revenge yet. I know they're in the game cause they were in the trailer. They are a boss. I'm so psyched. I kind of did. There is a, there's a boss that puts up projections of them, but uh, Toka and Razor are so good. Toka, Razor, let's rock. Now, n- number one, it's weird. Like when I a kid, it'll always be Michelangelo. As a kid, nunchucks were the shit. I was in karate growing up, and nunchucks was you know you had to work your way up to kind of get them. You didn't just just get handed nunchucks. You kind of had to work your way up. So like I was like Mikey. He was the jokester. I was kind of was concerned about like that, that class clown and 
always like pizza. Like that's always like the my my kid go to. I mean, he is my number one. But as I'm older, I don't know. I've been definitely obviously like someone like Rafa Donatello. I've kind of been gravitating towards. But I just went with my kid choice as Michelangelo. My number one is Casey Jones. Um, for a lot, if not all, of the reasons you said, he's the badass, the cool guy. Jeans and a jean, like a ripped jacket and a hockey mask. Uh, who played him in the Bay movies? Uh, Stephen Amell. Thank you. And he never took off his mask, or he never had his mask on, except for like 20 seconds. And I remember on this podcast saying, well, they're not paying Stephen Amell not to be Stephen Amell. Like, he's got the face for it. Like, let's go, you know. But Casey Jones, you know, I can't wait to unlock him however you do and play as him. And, and in every appearance, whether it be the original cartoon, the comics, the movies, I remember the 1990s original trilogy, what he looked like. Dude, he looked like every rock and roll head in the 90s. Dude, yeah. He looked like right out of the movie Airheads and just loved it. Love him. Badass Casey Jones. According to multiple industry folks, a Nintendo Direct is coming June 29th. Do you know who was the first industry folk to start this and why I even have it in the notes? Is it Mike? No, it's Alana Pierce. Oh, wow. According to Alana Pierce, she has, she kind of let the cat out of the bag on a live stream, checked her notes and said, yeah, yeah, I have it down here. It's, it's June 29th. And then multiple people have co- corroborated that come out and said, yep, we got the same thing. June 28th or 29th, depending on your time zone is going to be uh, the next Nintendo direct. And normally we don't talk about rumors. I got it wrong. My email was actually about something that ended up being a Keeley show. So I got, I got my thing wrong. This is what happens when you try to be a Nintendo insider. I deleted the shit out of that tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm excited because I know it's coming. So it's not like it's going to be news, news, news. Like we're getting a direct in the next two weeks, but now to know that it's the 29th, which happens to be my brother's birthday and a Wednesday, it just gives me something a little extra to look forward to because so far, Summer Game Good. Fest, the Bethesda show, they've all kind of, or the Xbox have kind of been blessed. So I'm looking forward for Nintendo Dude. to come in and save the day. That's kind of funny. My dad's is the 28th. Your brother's the 29th. Me and your dad has it, uh, you know, my day. You're his day, then my day. Just kind of funny. That is funny. And then me, Murph, and Penna were all the 19th, yeah. 17th, and 21st. Everyone's, everyone's like all grouped together. That's kind of funny. That is awesome. Next up. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. We got Maze. NPD. And I normally have been recently doing the top 20, uh, but I'm only going to do the top 10 this week. Um, did I? Yes, I still have them. So, yeah, uh, the top 10 best selling games for May and hardware. Switch was one. Xbox was two. PS3 was was I'm sorry. PS5 was three. Again, that's all because of supply. If there was supply for the five, it would be rocking and rolling even more than it is. Top 10 best-selling games for May. Number 10, Pokemon Legends Arceus. I've been back on that shit, man. It's like a fucking sick addiction. I'm up to like 170 hours. What am I doing with myself? <laughs> Every night I play it now for two hours. I have a thing. Until I find two shinies, I, will go to, I won't go to bed. Like, what am I doing to myself? I'm a masochist here. Just <laughs> I'm flying over the same six areas, doing the same shit, waiting for... Oh, there's a green Machamp. Found it. Fuck. But I love it. Number nine, Gran Turismo 7. Number eight, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. She keeps on number, talking along. Number seven, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number six, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That game came out in March. That's fucking awesome that that game's still going. Uh, 
Number five, MLB The Show 22. Number four, Evil Dead The Game. Number three, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number two, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. And number one, reclaiming its top spot, Elden Ring. I I get it. It's definitely been quiet a little bit, and it got a little little spark back. Maybe there was a sale or something. I yeah, it was it was ten bucks off somewhere. I still haven't bought it. I played two hours, so I have enough. Uh, my buddy let me borrow it, so I've had enough of time to know that it just won't make my list, and it's not going to be. You're not going to hear it from me the same praise that it's getting everywhere else. I just didn't connect like everybody else did. Maybe the hype machine was too high. You know, whatever the case might have been, it just didn't hit for me, and I'm okay with that. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight soundly, knowing that Elden Ring's just not my shit. Excuse me. I would have transitioned smoother, but I had to burp. Uh, I'll take it over here in TV. Uh, we got some stories tonight. We're going to start with the boys. Boys has been renewed for season four, and I kind of think this is like the most obvious news in news history. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure they already thought out like the first five seasons. I could have sworn that's like what they said like two years ago. Um, everyone loves it. it. It's positive reviews. It gets crazier and crazier. The, the shit that happens on this show, I... I'm really looking forward to that hero gasm episode. I, I, I they was said that episode they, six, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was six. They said they can't believe he actually did it. They said he would never do it. So I'm, I'm really looking to see what uh, Eric Kripke delivers. Yeah, it's a, it's great. I actually thought episode four kind of fell flat a little bit. Um, the ending was good, but it felt like the typical 45 minutes of meh, followed by two minutes of holy shit. To end it, hey, like well, it, it, it's your formula. it's your story development you know there's a couple things playing out and you know the ending is the oh shit moment like here we go and i, I can't wait i can't wait for tomorrow <laughs> if you have one or two episodes like that a season it's completely fine it's the walking dead that did it every episode yeah. that we drag on about and when it becomes the staple of your show that's the problem. It's not yeah. when you do it once or twice like this show is done. Every show can have a little bit of filler. Now, for me, outside of six episode seasons, because like Obi-Wan and even like something like Peaky Blind, I don't know if I could do a filler because you only got six episodes to play with. The boys only have eight or nine, I think eight. So it's not like they have a ton of room to, to, to wiggle either. But when you have such a strong first three and we are all looking forward to Hero Gasm or your whatever it is, Herogasm or Euro, yeah. whatever it was, so much that it's okay for four to just be okay. And guess yeah. what? Tomorrow when it drops, or today for y'all listen, I'm going to be super fucking excited, and I'll be there to watch it. I'll be there. It's going on right after For All Mankind in the morning. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's fun. I, I want to watch the boys. I want to play some Turtles. That's what I want to do right. tomorrow morning. What a great Friday for you. Must be nice. Uh, Squid Game was... Very heavily rumored. The creator said, yes, there will be a season two, but now it's official. Netflix has signed it for season two. I mean, th this is literally the, you know, no second surprise. most obvious news yeah. in news history. Yeah. And it's I'm reading here that it's slated for late 2023 or early 2024. I would obviously love for 2023, but 2024 makes more sense. I would hope 2024. The first version took 12 years for him to write. I don't want it to be rushed. I don't want it to be bad. I don't want you to just make it to make it and have it come out before it loses its pop culture. That's what they're, you know, with our next story coming up, that's where Squid Game's getting it right, where something like Tiger King didn't, was like Squid Game is putting things in the ether to keep it relevant before season two. 
Uh, Whereas Tiger King said, no, we're going to do a movie, a show, and season two all right around each other with a year and a half between of nothing. I was going to say, you might as well jump right into it. Yeah, so like Squid Game, they're going to do something we'll talk about in a minute to kind of keep it relevant. I hate it. I won't partake. I won't watch it, but it'll be super popular and it'll be crazy. Season two worries me, especially with such a quick turnaround when something you know, had so much love poured into it for season one. And we saw that and it played out as long as the VIPs are gone and never come back. I'll be okay. Uh, they are so bad. But I mean, that, you know. I'm, I'm fine, man. This show came out of nowhere. I, I was, I was out on the goddamn name. I, w- I was late to the party. And so no, no matter what, like we're getting the original creator. Like if it was someone else, I would be way more worried, but it's the same creator. I, I think we're in good, good hands. He, he don't want to release just shit. So I, I think we're fine. I And I do want to see what this reality show, I hate to even say it. I would just want to see what it looks like. You know, I, I don't want to say I'm out officially, but I, I want to see some things. So they, uh, so with, with it again, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it day one. I'm super excited on it. I, I, my theory is just take your time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just don't rush through. Uh, and then, like you said, you kind of let the cat out of the bag. There we are getting a Squid Game reality show. 456 participants, just like in the show, competing and playing games for 4.56. You see what they did there? 456. Uh, million dollar cash prize. The largest cash prize in game show history. Um, I'm out. I don't give a fuck. This is I mean, you could stupid. literally just go on YouTube, watch Mr. Beast's video. It was freaking awesome. He actually just made a Willy Wonka house. That was pretty cool. But his Squid Game video was absolutely awesome. Go on YouTube, Mr. Beast. He's he's the man. Somebody tried to debunk that video as fake. Um, I don't. Care no, it, it, I don't. I don't watch Mr. Beast, but I, I you know, I know he's. He I don't watch him religiously, but every you know once in a while when he drops them bangers, I do watch. And <laughs> I don't know, video looked awesome. Speaking of bangers, Castlevania Nocturne was the project, that long-rumored Castlevania-type project coming to Netflix. It was officially announced, so we're getting more in the Castlevania universe. No, this was animated, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. I mean, they're what? It ran for the first show, three, four seasons? Three seasons, I think, right? They, they were fantastic. I, I definitely want more of that. It, it's good to hear because, you know, we reported recently that Netflix canceled a lot of animated projects. So it's good to see that Castlevania survived. Uh, our last story in TV, a wonder man series is in development for Disney plus. Yeah, I, I know. I saw people hoping that it was like Nathan's Fillion or bust because he was going to be wonder man in guardians too, but it, it was cut. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know too much about wonder man. Um, you know, I, I didn't re- really read Marvel comics like that back in the day. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it again. Like we always say, we watch everything. So I got Disney Plus. So perfect. I'll take it. Shang-Chi's director is going to be a part of the project. So they got some hope there. Shang-Chi was a good movie. Um, excited to see this. I know Jack all about Wonder Man. So it's going to be cool to see another new hero. Uh, come to life. This is probably 2025, uh, maybe 24. I don't know. I'm not getting my hopes up. Who knows where Disney Plus will be by then? Who knows where streaming will be by then? God, I don't even want to think about it. But let's move to movies. One Punch Man is getting a live action movie directed by none other than Justin Lin. Now we know why he left uh, the Fast franchise. 
Well, I mean, that and probably Ven with Diesel was probably, you know, controlling everything. But, um, yeah, I, I still didn't even see the second season of the of the animated show. I don't even know if it got signed for season three or if that was it for after season two. Um, I, it, It's not my favorite anime, but I, I will I will see the live action, like, no matter what. But I, I, I'm interested to see how they kind of pull it off. Because it's it's a little bit you know a little bit kind of goofy anime, mm, but mm-hmm. but it has some really like badass moments. It does, and season one was absolutely stellar, superb. I loved it. Season two, I did subscribe to the the animation wasn't the same, and it did throw me a little bit. It took a little bit of the the shine off of it and the enjoyment from it. Still a good show, still a good series, but like it doesn't need live action. Like I had a much much more welcomed an adaptation uh animated but i get it there's already a show there let's see what they can do live action we're getting new yu Hakusho live action so one piece oh is getting live God. action we're getting it all live action it's just the way it's going um you know but one punch man the greatest so if you can just cast aaron paul as one punch man yeah and right. my my yu Hakusho watch he's he finally transformed into the beast i'm definitely on the final home stretches uh Lady Gaga is in talks to play Harley Quinn for the Joker Folly Ado, the musical. <sighs> I, I I have no idea what they're doing over there. Again, I, I've said it. I, I never wanted the Joker. We're getting Joker too. Nothing against Lady Gaga, but I, I mean, I, I don't want to really see a, a Joker musical. Um, well, you know, I feel like we're getting a lot of musicals all of a sudden. I, I feel like Joker's the one you kind of leave alone. No matter what, I'm a sucker. I'm going to see it no matter what, but I'd rather it not be a musical. That's just me. <laughs> um, you're probably not alone in that boat. I don't, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of musicals. I love musical theater, this, that, and the other. Um, the, the original Joker, you could see a lot of that. You could see a lot of like, this could be a musical. I mean, like the scene just of him going down the stairs is everywhere. That's such a musical type moment. And I do appreciate what they're trying to do or what they're potentially trying to do. I, I don't know if they're going to continue down that road, but if you do lady Gaga obviously makes sense for Harley Quinn for a multitude of reasons. Um, it's just, how do I say it? I don't want a sequel period. So I don't want a musical. If that makes sense, nothing against musicals. I don't want a sequel to this movie. I mean, so, I, I I agree 100. I, I I we never wanted the first one, but we're, I'm going to see it like a sucker. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be in the theater singing along, uh, crying like I am the Joker. You help me get my face paint off. I am the Joker. I fell in a vat uh, of acid and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that good for an impromptu? Our final good. story of the night: Dragon Ball Super Superhero got a trailer and an August 19th release date. Yeah, I'm looking out. It just released in japan june 11th um i I can't see any reviews yet so i I don't know what people thought i know that it made looks like five million dollars this was the sequel to dragon ball super broly um so so from what i'm saying it's it's new enemies all the original english you know sean schimmel uh christopher r sabat all the original guys kind of come back um it looks like it's going to be kind of Gohan's little shine again because every you know if you remember the Cell games, he was Super Saiyan two. That was his peak moment. Then he kind of just was a book nerd and the great Saiyan man, and we never got that Gohan again. So hopefully this this movie 
they kind of listen to the fans a little bit. We get some fan service. We see Gohan kick some ass. And uh, the animation did the trailer, looks, get, did the trailer oh, get you hyped? Oh, my God, dude. I, I'm a sucker for DBC. I, you know, it, I feel like it's been at least, what, two years since I saw the last episode of uh, Dragon Ball Super. Still can't wait for the next season of that. Uh, and th- this is something, again, you know, August ain't too far away. It's something that I'll try to watch in the show. I mean, they usually have a few sh- a few showings there. I'll try to sneak one in there. And I, I can't wait, man. It- it's been a little bit since I watched Dragon Ball Z. I always like to dip my toe back in it. Sam, bring us home with your weekly WADA. Weekly WADA this week. This was, I actually did get a shipment of four games of WADA. So we're good for at least the next four podcasts of WADA games. So, but this week we have... Um, Actually, a favorite of mine. This is Samurai Champlo Sidetracked. This is for the PlayStation 2. This is a 9.6 A-plus seal. Came out in 2006. This was based off the 2004 anime series. This is developed by Grasshopper Manufacturer. This has the Y-fold seal. Again, if you watch the, the animated series, um, when we were younger, it was on Adult Swim. Basically follows Mugen, Jin, Fu. They're tr- trying to fell this samurai that smells of, I think it was Wolf Sunflowers. And eventually them two are going to kill each other. F- you know, Fu kind of separates them. This game is based off of like a, an untold story from the episodes from the animated series, which I think was 26 episodes. Definitely uh, one of my favorite animes. Make sure you definitely go check it out. Game Informer gave this a 6.75 out of 10. IGN gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 66 out of 100. Um, again, this was 80. The animated series has an 88% of Rotten Tomatoes, so it's definitely, you know, highly regarded. Um, I got it because I, w- I was a fan of the show back in the day. I was lucky to track down a good deal on FeeBay and get, and get a great-looking copy. This is it just brings back the nostalgia. That's, that's kind of what I've always collected. I always collect everything that I watched or played growing up, and there's been a consistency with my WADA, my... You know, Pokemon, you know, when we get to Yu-Gi-Oh, whenever, if, if, if we're if we're still podcasting that long and I run out of games and uh, comics and what else, you know, I'm still waiting for Batman 6 and a few others that are still getting reholder at CGC. They're still sitting in the schedule for grading phase. It's, it sucks to see that for three weeks. But that was your <laughs> weekly WADA, Samurai Champlo, sidetracked. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us here on episode 287. Uh, again, our uh, Pete Peppers interview, our bonus episode drops on Monday, the 20th of June, just in a few days from now or a few days in the past. If you're listening to this later, that's how time works. Everybody, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week on episode 288. When are we going to play Team of Team together? The year of the rat? <laughs>